Hey there, everyone. This is Byron with the ISCPO 360 Security Podcast. I'm excited to bring you episode number five. Uh, today, I had the opportunity to sit down with Terry Sullivan, the president of the Loss Prevention Foundation, for a great conversation about the LPF. The LPF is an international leader in educating and certifying retail loss prevention and asset protection professionals. I really uh, hope you enjoy the podcast. Uh, please feel free to share it with a friend or a colleague. And once again, special thanks to Terry and the entire LPF team. If you'd like more information about the Loss Prevention Foundation, they can be found at www.lossprevention.foundation.org. All right, we're here at the 2019 RELA Asset Protection Conference in Denver, Colorado. Sitting here with Terry and excited about having a conversation with Terry and the, about the LP Foundation. Terry, before we get started, can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Um, sure, Byron, and uh, thanks for having me today. I greatly appreciate it. So, uh, like many of you listening to this podcast, and uh, Byron, I've been in loss prevention my entire uh, professional, professional career. Um, prior to coming on board with the uh, foundation, I spent 29 years um, in retail loss prevention. Uh, the first 14 years uh, with Osco Savon Drugstores um, from Boston to Southern California, uh, and then was fortunate enough to come on board uh, in 2002 as a director for Lowe's Home Improvement when they were expanding out west um, and was able to uh, relocate back to North Carolina back in 06 as a division director, um, worked for Lowe's for 15 years, um, and then had the opportunity to take the lead position as president of the Loss Prevention Foundation uh, back in 2017. So the Boston to California move, was the, was the family happy about that move? Well, at the time it was just me and my, uh, my wife-to-be, so uh, it was a lifetime ago. It's hard to believe it was 27 years ago when I uh, uh, left Massachusetts, but uh, yeah, it, it, it all turned out yeah uh, well just thinking of the weather the enjoying the southern cow weather uh, right so yeah um yeah so since taking the role in july 2017 what have been some of the challenges and maybe some of the success stories that you you've seen um that's a great question so it's something completely different from what i've done in the past so being a loss prevention professional and really focused on leading teams and driving results and coming into the foundation we're a very small team as we're a not-for-profit and really learning, you know, what the foundation is all about. I was fortunate enough to get my LPC um, six years prior to coming on board with the foundation, but really didn't know the ins and the outs of what it took to to run a small not-for-profit and to realize the support that we have from retail and from the solution providers. So um, completely different learning um, from, from a professional aspect, but one that's been very uh, rewarding at the same time. Yeah, with that, that partnership and, you know, back in 2006 when the foundation was founded, I mean, some of the driving forces behind that was education and, and awareness, right? So what, what are some of the driving forces today? Has that changed much or? It really hasn't. If you really think about it, it's just relevance, right? So the reason the foundation was founded back um, in, in 2006 was really to give loss prevention and asset protection our own brand and our own certification because back then there was no professional certification in loss prevention. There was no publication. The LP magazine didn't exist 
um, either. So, you know, I, I think back to the evolution of our profession, you know, when I first started as a loss prevention agent, um, and we evolved to, you know, from security to loss prevention, and now loss prevention in some departments and asset protection, and, and with a certification really gives you a sense of pride that you've accomplished something within your own industry, whether that's the LPQ, the LP qualified, or the LPC, the LP certified, that's a certification that you earn in your profession um, that you take with you for life. It's something you should be very proud that you've invested the time and the effort into getting that certification. Yeah, it's an organization devoted to that, that education and certification process, and, and you're right on about that loss prevention asset protection professional. I've been in the industry for going on 29 years now, and you know there were some other industry shakers and movers out there, but nothing like what's happening today with the LP Foundation. I mean, what, what do you see, you know, how do you see it, its biggest change? What, driving the education, but what else have you seen? Change, any changes, major changes in the industry for that? Yeah, so, you know, look at, you know, our, our content, for example. So, you know, as um, our profession evolves, so does the certification. So we're looking for opportunities to enhance um, our content. Currently, right now, uh, we are expanding um, grocery. Um, we see a gap uh, with, with uh, grocery within um, certification. So working uh, with grocery professionals, we have committees set up um, from Albertson Safeway to Walmart, Meyer, um, and, and several other uh, folks that are volunteering their time to put that together, as well as C-Stores, uh, Byron, right? So 7-Eleven's right. been instrumental in helping us and, and Circle K and a couple of others and, and quick service restaurants. So those are the three gaps that we've um, identified that we wanted to expand um, the curriculum on. Um, we're also going to be releasing later this year um, biometric technology and uh, add some information with regards to um, feature recognition um, as well. So we have a, a little bit of information um, in the curriculum now, but we're going to expand upon that as well as um, RFID. So we have, we have a lot on our plate this year from a curriculum standpoint. We've done some other other cool things as well. Uh, recertification, for example, every three years you have to recertify to continue your LPC. And you know people are busy, and it was a little clunky. And, and, and I think the perception out there to get your continuing education credits um, was uh, perceived to be very difficult. And we've really simplified. Um, the process where you can really go in and, and recertify in, in under five minutes. Um, we've put together Swing for Certification, which is a golf event to raise uh, scholarships for, for individuals that want to get their certification and maybe don't have the money uh, to invest in themselves. Uh, and we'd love to be able to do that and give, uh, give scholarships away. That's great. So. I know talking about the recertification process, I've actually had my LP you know, certified program certificate for quite a while and going through that it's fairly easy I mean it has been for me to, to list everything that you're doing and just to get qualified and I'll tell you that uh, being with 7-eleven as well we really push the the importance of not only the LP uh, certified but the the LP qualified we, we have a lot of folks coming in to our organization that this may be their first LP experience and so that that LPQ really helps drive home the message about what it is in the industry and what it does mean to to do that so do you see more and more retailers using that as like an entry-level um, acceptance saying we've got some new folks on board let's get them into the lpq 
So, so that's, that's a great point. So uh, that was also something that, you know, asked myself coming in again, uh, you know, 29 year retail professional now running a foundation, you know, the LPQ, uh, we saw opportunities with some of the major retailers to really enhance uh, the numbers and to get people going through the LPQ. Because if you look at loss prevention managers versus area positions or director positions, there's a lot more in-store positions out there that would qualify to go through the LPQ versus the LPC. So we've worked very hard with Walmart, with Lowe's and TJX um, to really uh, launch the LPQ to their in-store folks. And I'm proud to say that we'll be announcing uh, by the end of the summer, TJX will have over a hundred um, loss prevention managers enrolled um, in the LPQ. So I think that's really important. We've also been working strategically with colleges as well. Um, so we have a partnership now with the University of Florida, University of Indianapolis, um, Massasoit Community College, and we'll be launching in June with Northwood University, uh, working with kids that are going to college for criminal justice or business to not only graduate with a four-year degree or a two-year degree, but also graduate with an LPQ certification. And again, the certification they can take with them for the rest of their life. I mean, that's, that, that's, that's a wonderful story because when you talk about the young professional coming into the world, um, understanding what they might be stepping to is, is probably the best, best piece. And hats off to TGX for getting that accomplished and, and all those other retailers out there. You've got some wonderful testimonials uh, from LP professionals about the LP certified and LP qualified programs. Do you have one or two that really may tell the story or maybe has a, a feeling for you that might tell a good story? Yeah, you know, there's, there, there, there's several, uh, to be honest with you. Um, if you go on our website and look at the, L, uh, the testimonials we have um, from our LPCs and our LPQs, um, there's a plethora of different backgrounds, right? So we have solution providers that have gone through the LPQ that have given us great testimonials. And we, when we work with our solution provider partners um, on the aspect of educate yourself um, to be able to sit across the table from LP and AP professionals that you're working with um, to, to if, you, if you're trying to sell them a product, understand what they're doing. And so we've had some luck with solution providers and, and given us great testimonials. Our board of directors. So without our board of directors, Byron, there, there really is no foundation. And, you know, it's a voluntary position and we're very lucky. And, and, and I kind of use to sum up our board, it's from, from Amazon to Walmart, right? So we have a lot of major retailers on our board. Uh, Rick Peck from TJ Maxx just got his LPC 30 days ago was kind enough to give us a great testimonial. Uh, Mike Lamb, David Lund, Jason Corrin, um, just all true uh, asset protection leaders in our industry uh, that have taken their time out of their busy schedules um, to get the certification done. And, and it just shows you, you know, if, if you put your mind to it, anything is possible. Um, and if you look at some of the leaders of some of the largest retailers in the world that have taken time to get their LPCs, that means anybody can take the time to do it. Yeah, and it's 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 a worthwhile uh, program, and I, I'm I'm very thankful that I did that. And you know, I had a, a senior leader that you know wanted me to get it done. So and it's uh, it was a project, and, and I was glad to take care of that. And I really endorse it with my other folks that uh, are in our organization. You know, you talked about uh, scholarship program, academic scholarship programs. Over the years, the LPF has partnered with various organizations. Any plugs you'd like to drop about the great partnerships? Huh. 
Well, Byron, I, I could uh, I could eat up the rest of the uh, podcast talking about our partnerships with uh, with solution providers. Um, you know, you look back to when the foundation was started, and I, and I can talk about Sensormatic and talk about Vector. Those are two um, solution provider partners that have been there uh, since the beginning, and they're our doctorate level, our top level um, partners. Just in the last 18 months, uh, we've had some tremendous um, success with partners. Profitech uh, is also a, a top level doctorate level sponsor. DTIQ, Face First just came on board about 45 days ago. AFA has been a doctorate level sponsor for the last um, four years. Verisk is also a founding partner uh, of ours. Uh, and of course, the LP Magazine, uh, also another founding partner. So those are our top level partners, but we have, I mean, I mean, Stanley has been with us for a long time. eBay has been with us for a long time. Instakey and Protos, huge, huge sponsors of the, uh, of the foundation. And, and the one thing that I've really learned in this role about working with the solution providers, 3SI, Axis, Zellman, um, it's a true partnership. It really is. They believe in education. They believe in, in, in what we do with the foundation and really donate money and donate time to participate and help people achieve their goals in education. So uh, we have 38 partners today um, wow. with, uh, with the foundation. And, like you said, if, if I listed them all, it would take up uh, half the uh, the content. But you know, PPS just came on board as a bachelor level uh, partner. ADTP one just came on. Security Resources. Um, so it's been it's been it's been awesome. The support we get from our industry from our uh, solution provider partners. That's awesome, and, and those are some great players in the industry, and and have been around to support the, the organization. That's that's really awesome. You know, you mentioned a little bit about the uh, Swing for Certification program. Can you expand a little bit on that? I know it's coming up in your future, so. A absolutely, so this will be our second um, year of hosting Swing for Certification. And we do this uh, preceding um, NRF because we realize that you know, time is very valuable and, and um, travel. So we try to tie this into the NRF conference and then do it the day before the conference kicks off. And the whole purpose of the uh, golf event is to raise money for the loss prevention benevolent fund as well as raise money for lpq and lpc scholarships and we do this in the name of the late uh, bob mcclee uh, who was the uh, senior vice president of loss prevention for tjx and served our industry um, for 40 years um, who uh, sadly enough passed away uh, last year so um, TJX is a big supporter of it. Uh, Home Depot is a is a big supporter as well as most of our uh, partners as well. And it's a great day for friends to get together on the golf course, whether you play golf or don't play golf. Um, it's a it's a it's a best ball scramble. People come out and have a couple of cold beverages, and uh, we have fantastic prizes. And uh, my goal of the whole thing is to how much money can we raise to give scholarships away to people that can't afford scholarships on their own um, and to make sure that people are talking about how much fun that they had. So when we launched um, the 2020 Swing for Certification um, in Pittsburgh, a little plug there. Okay, uh, good. Uh, the people just want to come and they want to play and they want to contribute to the Benevolent Fund and to um, uh, purchasing scholarships for those who can't afford it. Well, you mentioned the Benevolent Fund and I, I want to say that um, IICPO is really honored to to support the benevolent fund we've done it for the last few years with our conference and i really uh, 
I, I know it means a, a great deal of difference to those folks that need the funds, and we're always honored to do that. Can you tell us a little bit about how the program began and what uh, what you see for it in the future? Absolutely, and, and, and this is all the credit in the world <clears throat> to this goes to uh, to Gene Smith. Uh, so Gene Smith, uh, the former president of the LPF, uh, saw a need um, to, to help people um, when they were seriously injured um, or God forbid killed in the line of duty working um, for loss prevention or asset protection. And originally Byron, it was started as the Loss Prevention Memorial Fund. Um, and then Gene, uh, you know, got, uh, worked through all the, all, all the red tape, if you will, to get it a, um, a nonprofit and at that time they renamed it the Benevolent Fund. Um, and since taking over the Loss Prevention Foundation, that's also part of my duties is working with now, we have a board in place. Um, Chris Duke um, is the chair mm -hmm. of the Benevolent Fund. Steve Heil from AFA is our, our vice chair. Um, we have Jim Kosaboom on our board and, um, and, and a handful of others. And then we have members at large that help support us um, as well. So it's very purposeful um, to make sure that we're there for families um, in their time of need if and when someone gets seriously injured um, or killed. And I'll tell you, conferences like your conference, you know, with the ISCPO um, last year, or this year, gave, gave us $2,000. That's a big deal. Uh, Rila, big supporters um, as well. Uh, we'll raise a couple thousand dollars here this week at this conference, NRF, our golf event, I mean, so we really, uh, really have uh, great opportunities to, to put money into this uh, fund uh, to take care of people uh, in their time of need. Yeah, I stopped by the donation table uh, earlier today at the conference here at Relin, and there was a little bit of a line, so that's good. I mean, people, you know, and, and Lisa LaBruno was talking it up today also as well, so that's, that's really a great, a great event. When you talk about the certification process, and you mentioned a little bit earlier um, about uh, the changing and, and you know looking at some of the other processes you're talking about facial recognition privacy I know you're you're working with some folks around creating a certification on that can you expand a little bit on that as well sure yeah I've had a couple of people um, ask me that so we aren't um, putting together any type of certification around uh, facial recognition or now being more dubbed as feature uh, recognition uh, we're working with face first one of the industry leaders in feature recognition, facial recognition, um, to help us put together just content. And basically the content is 100% educational content on biometric security, what is facial recognition, how is it used in the industry today, um, what are some of the privacy um, gaps or opportunities that are out there in certain states. Um, but the one thing that uh, that's very, very important is that we just state what the facts are how it works, how it's evolved, um, and you know, with the potential uh, uses. You know, it's not just about catching bad guys. It's not just about catching ORC uh, rings. Uh, there's there's a lot of positives I think that can come out of facial recognition. So we're excited about adding that content. We'll work with our board as well um, to make sure that they read through and, and, and approve it, and um, hopefully get that launched uh, later in 2019. That's great. That's great. I, you know, I appreciate the time we've spent chatting. Anything that I've missed that you want to talk about? No, I, I, I appreciate you uh, um, giving me the time. And for those of you that have ever wondered about getting their LPC or their LPQ or getting involved, 
um, in the Loss Prevention Foundation. Uh, just go to our website. All of our information, our contact information is there uh, at the Loss Prevention Foundation um, org. We would love to, to chat with you or help you um, get uh, certified and help further your uh, knowledge base in asset protection, loss prevention, um, and we'll get, uh, get certified. And um, I tell you, this has just been a blessing to me uh, uh, personally and professionally. Like I said, loss prevention has been great to me over the last uh, 30 years, and this just gives me an opportunity, Byron, to really just pay it forward to an industry that's given me and my family so much. Um, I work very hard every day to try to give back as much as I can to the industry and for those uh, um, who need it. So Yeah, great, great and a long career. And so, you know, as we wrap up, you know, finally, what's one thing people wouldn't know about you? Wouldn't know about me. Well, I've tried to get rid of my Boston accent for the last 30 That's years. That's not so working. That, that hasn't worked, right? So no. um, I'm just real, I'm a passionate guy. I, I like to win. I like to help people. Um, I'm a diehard Boston sports fan. I know that for those of you who know me. Uh, but I just have a lot of passion in everything that I do. And uh, there's one thing for sure that anything that we do at the LPF, uh, we'll do it top notch. And, and, and uh and first rate, we'll never never cut corners, and, and we're here to support you. We're here to support the industry. And um, again, Byron, thanks for the time today. Well, thanks, Terry, and I, I appreciate it so much. Hey, just a quick final note: if you have any ideas for a speaker or a topic for our 2020 conference, just drop us a note. Let us know what your thoughts are. Let's see if we can get some things going for 2020's conference. Take care.